tonight on Whiskey Waffle. This is Silent Spirit, but they've given it a megaphone. I prefer the nose, having had a sip. Look at me, look at me, I'm booze. This <laughs> is seriously say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're worse than us. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. Welcome. Welcome. What? No, you were meant to say two. Oh, okay, sorry. Go well, again. Welcome. Two. Whiskey. Three. No. Oh, God, <laughs> this is all going wrong. Okay. Let's let's ignore that. Welcome to Whiskey Waffle, that's, that's where we better. are terrible at sort of uh, doing. The, we we like to think we're in each other's heads, but really, <laughs> we're, it's it's all about sort of miscommunication and awkward eye glances. Indeed, indeed. So my name's Nick, and oh wait, no, what's my name? <laughs> no, Ted. Yes, and we are we are Tasmania's number one whiskey waffling duo. Yep. I think Tasmania's only whiskey waffling duo. There is a lot of wafflers here in Tassie, Ted. We've um. We've brought them are all they, in. Are they duos? Ah, true. They have to be a... Maybe, maybe they just waffle in their in the privacy of their own homes. <laughs> Solo wafflers. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Um, Good news. We have a new review Ooh. on iTunes. Um, the Australian iTunes from... Actually, I say it's a new review. It's from a, a previous reviewer, um, David Howley. He's updated his review. Um, because he updated gave us, a he review? Did, because we, he gave us four stars the first time around, and yeah. now we're up to five. Oh, yeah. But yes. no, but see, we liked the four-star one because it gave us legitimacy as opposed to just suckholes um, telling us how amazing we were. But when we can when we can turn a four into a five, Ted, you know we're doing something Yeah, right. true, I suppose. So, um, so from David Howley, um, the intro can't fully complete. It says, your spirit guides t- dot, dot, dot. I can't open it up to expand that anymore. Um, but he says, informative and with improved backlist. Use the musings of the lads for my recent tourism spend in Tassie, my home collection choices, and my drive home. Whiskey podcasts are rare. Imbibe. Oh, brilliant. It's a great review, isn't it? It's a I love it. Yeah, thanks, David. Thanks, David. Um, he's going to update it again, and we'll go down to three stars next time, so I'll yeah, watch that, out. that's it. We'll make the most of it at the moment. Yeah, so what have we got in store for people tonight, Ted? We have got... Uh, that thing. Yep. And the other thing that we're going to talk about. Yep. And that quite interesting um, little section that well, uh, <laughs> we discuss stuff. We'll see where the night takes us, won't we? Nicholas. Yes. This is not the worst whiskey I own. Not the worst whiskey you own. Not the worst whiskey I own. Well, it's not only, whiskey at all. Only for the fact that it's not whiskey. All right. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. The Waffle. Well, Nicholas, I have something serious to talk to you about. Uh-oh. You, you, you got a serious face on too. I, I do have a serious you, face. You've got a serious um, hand gesture as well. Yes, it's mm. it's a very it's, it's a very strong. <laughs> I, feel, I feel you may be about to tell me that I'm actually adopted. <laughs> well, well, I mean, the conversation wasn't going to go that way. And I'm sorry to break it to you, but no, Nicholas, mm. as you would know. Mm. Our hordes of fan often accuse us of pan- hordes of fan. Hordes of fan. <laughs> yep. Our, our hordes of fan often accuses us of pandering to the uh, to the distilleries, of uh, ma- ma- making um, ourselves look likable and nice by giving them lots of good reviews and saying lots of excellent things about their whiskey and generally being like nice nice reviewers yeah except that first time we wrote a review about Helly's Road original and they didn't like us for a week yeah till we posted the next one which was a bit bit nicer yes but Nick uh oh what happens when you come across a whiskey that you really 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 want to like oh no but you just can't it's time 
It is time. Oh, God. You've got to get rid of this bottle somehow, Ted. Oh, I don't think we're going to drink it all tonight. No, I know, but got to keep coming up with reasons to drink it. I know, I know. Yeah, so, look, I, this is an opportunity for us to set the record straight and show that we don't always give good reviews. <laughs> and sometimes, even if we really want to give a good review, we are forced to sort of take our rose glasses off, stamp on them with bare feet, and then cry over our cuts on our souls. So, Nick... Please, yes. please tell me, what is the uh, distillery and bottle that I'm referring to here? Um, distillery is, is actually a good point because is it Eindhar? I'm Verk. I'm Verk. Yeah, well, there I'm we go. Verk. I only know their whiskey release, which is called Flurky. Yes. Or if you're Australian, Floki. Floki, yeah. So, I'm Verk. Floki. Floki. These are obviously Scandinavian words, mm. which, which remind me, Nick. Which bit of Scandawija are we talking about? The round bit. The round bit? Mm, the one that's floating off to the side somewhere. Um, basically, he's talking about the Orkneys, but um, a bit further away. Yeah. We're talking about Iceland. Iceland. Iceland, which is the green one, not Greenland, which is the icy one. Yeah, yeah. you got you got to remember that distinction. Right. I have here two bottles. I, I, what, what is two in Icelandic? I don't really know. Mm. Do, dos bottles. Yep. It's it's the Mexican guy who lives in <laughs> Iceland. <laughs> they're beautiful this. bottles. They they're really nice bottles. Okay, so Einbeck Distillery uh, is based in Iceland. Obviously, it's it's around somewhere near the capital Reykjavik. And I first first heard of them. I think I heard of them before my mum went to Iceland. But then my mum went to Iceland and she was able to get me a bottle. She was going through duty free. A few years ago of their young malt, which I don't actually have here today. I've got two other bottles, but I figured we'd skip that one and go straight to the. Yeah, yeah. The big well, ones. you know, this is whiskey waffle, not, you know, partially matured spirits. Yeah, waffle. and so the young malt, as it sort of suggests, was a pre release. And it was okay. I think you're being a bit generous with okay. It, it was it, okay. It showed some. It showed some interesting flavors that I've never tried in a whiskey before. So yes, they weren't my favorite flavors, but no. So I I've brought the update of the um of the young malt here. Let's let's try that one first, actually, before we get into the other one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's let's get it. So I let's start with this one is actually officially whiskey, right? This one is actually officially whiskey. So this is the Flurky uh, Icelandic single malt whiskey. Yep, it's a three-year-old, so it's, yeah. Oh, so w- what we should actually say with this one is that it was aged in ex-flurky casks. Ah. So so I, this is the young malt. Yeah, the, what's it, what it's the aged casks in. casks the young malt. Yeah, with the young malt. So what, the, yeah, what they've done is they've aged the young malt, grabbed that out, mm. chucked this one in those casks. So this is the uh, flurky single malt. It's at 47%. What do you get off the nose, Nicholas? Straw, or is it hay? Mm, a bit of that. It's I get sort of sawdust, maybe. Maybe mm. it's the sawdust in a longhouse that <laughs> Vikings are tramping on. Could be. Um, actually, it's not so much sawdust, like craft wood or something. Mm, there's a, there is maybe a bit of a gluey smell underneath. Mm. There is there is actually something that's a bit sort of raw and young about it. Still, I wonder mm. if it's those um those young malt barrels that's. I reckon that. the fact that it's even though it's legally whiskey, it's still really young. Yeah, I suspect the barrels might be biggish or something. Yeah, it's a bit spirity, really. Mm. Hasn't quite turned caramel yet. There's something a bit sort of raw underneath. Mm. 
It's the rawness of the Icelandic landscape. Fjords mm. and icebergs and whatever this is. Oh, it tastes really... The what I said about craft wood, like, it's not necessarily craft wood, but it's that sort of wood. Yeah, I prefer the nose, having had a sip. Floki himself was an explorer who... Um, was he a character on Vikings? He was, um, yeah. which is where a lot of people might know him from. Um, I believe, I don't think he he discovered Iceland, but I think he did a fair bit of exploring around it. Mm. Um, he allegedly had three ravens, which is what the symbol on the front of the bottle comes from. Ah. Right. So, our review for this one, mm. I think is a bit shit, but okay. So, while we're, before we go into the next, um, just, I'm just mainly putting off the second dram. Um, yeah. what, what else do we know about the distillery? Are they doing anything else apart from this flaky... Um, thing is, this is more of a, a dive on the distillery than a, a whiskey review. Yeah, it's so I'm I'm Verk. It was started by two brothers or mates, I think. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, they they do a gin. Yep, because that's what most whiskey places do. It's the only thing they can re- release younger than the young malt. <laughs> yep, I'm Verk Distillery. I assume I'm saying that right. <sighs> Could be. We're probably not even saying Reykjavik, right, Ted? So. Oh, here you go. It took f- four years and 163 trial distillations as well as ageing and maturation. <laughs> um, this, there's a slight spelling mistake here. It's not maturation, it's something No, 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 else. no. no. It, it, it took four years and 163 trial distillations as well as ageing and maturation testes <laughs> to perfect the flaky recipe. <laughs> maturation testes. So they were boys when they started and then they became men by the time they finished. <laughs> oh, no. We've... Oh, it's, it's, he spotted a qualifier in front of the word unique. Yep. I know that face. It's, let's, let's hear it then, Ted. It's let's truly it. unique. It's truly unique. Oh, brilliant. You know what they need? What do they need? They need peat. Peat. It does amazing peat things smoke. to young whiskey. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a lot of peat. In Iceland. Oh, perfect. Paddock to bottle. I mean, yeah. grain to glass. So it's a pity they used something else for this next whiskey. They didn't use the, the natural peat. They didn't use the natural peat, no. The next whiskey is actually smoked. Ah, uh, smoked but not peated. Yes. It's uh. smoked using some other ingredient. Right. The next whiskey that we're going to try, and Nick has given me a grimacing <laughs> look, it is the Sheep Dung Smoked Reserve. Sheep Dung Smoked. Yep. Three words that should never be in unison on the front of a whiskey bottle. Sheep dung smoked. See, the thing is, Iceland's got a sort of a a, quite a long history of smoking things with sheep poo. Yeah, but how many of those things would you like to seek out and try on a regular basis? Well, I I hear the fish is okay. Is it though? Is it though? (laughs) Um, Anyway, I had great, great hopes for this. Mm. And... Annoyingly, oh, oh, the bottles, the things Uh-oh. come off the bottle. We might not be able to try it. Odin may be interjecting on our behalf. Here. Oh no, the caps come off, but the cork's still in there. No, no, wait. Oh I'm, no, I'm wiggling it a bit. Uh, Almighty Thor, do not let this cork come out. Uh, Almighty Ted, though. Oh no, I have the power. Oh, he's getting that's, it out. That's Ted Man and the Masters of the Universe. Um, right. Anyway, the this is, is the one bottle in my collection that I truly fear to go near. <laughs> that and the book of nose. Yeah, well, no, that's for different reasons, though. <laughs> we were young and foolish when we were drinking that. Mm. All right, 
I'm drinking oh, flagons of that. Here you go. All right. Pour yourself a small jam, and I'm going to watch to make sure some actually goes in the glass. Right. He's still got over half a bottle of this uh. stuff. Well, Nicholas, what is that? I, a slight beetleish note on the nose. I, I would like, I you know, like when you to... squish beetles and they stink, stink oh, bugs. Ant, more ants. Yeah, maybe, maybe ants. Yeah, piss ants. Piss ants. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here is, here is my review of this. All right then. All right. The nose is very grassy and metallic. If Philip K. Dick's androids really do dream of electric sheep, then this would be the smell of the organometallic grass that the sheep are eating. The, the thing with that review is I spent a lot of time banding about the bush, um, trying not to get around to the point where I actually had to say that I really actually... Much like dislike our podcast whiskey. tonight, ladies and gents. Right. Well, we better we better do it. We've been putting off for too long. Uh, mm. Mm. Uh, it's worse than the palate, isn't it? It just sets your teeth on edge. So, Nick, tell me, mm. how did they get it so wrong? I think possibly the use of sheep dung was probably a bit of a red flag from the start. Okay, okay. Here's here's another thought. Did they... Because this is a young malt, not an actual whiskey. Yep. Did they bottle it too early? Absolutely. Probably 60 years too early, I'd say, Ted. <laughs> I think that this one is still far too new makey. I think that's part of the problem. I think that there's there's some of those some of those sort of bright citrusy sort of metallicy characters and new makiness, which when combined with that weird sheep dung mm. thing that's going on, just oh. I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna make a blend on a marriage. I'm gonna put a tiny amount of the sheep dung into the Ooh. other one. A bold move. Oh my god! I think I've just made both of them worse. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to say that the <laughs> single malt is suddenly immensely better. Yeah. And look, look, listeners, I really want to apologise. I really, really, really wanted to like these whiskies. I, there's just something about Iceland that I found so evocative. And I, I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be fantastic. This really cool sort of Viking whiskey from the, from the sort of snowy, grassy fjords, fjords of Iceland. It just oh, keeps disappointing me every time and it pisses me off. I'm sorry to Einberg as well. Please keep working on it and get back to me. You can do it. But uh, for the time being, we shall not be pining for the fjords. Mm. In fact, this whiskey would not vroom if you put 10,000 volts through it. All right, let's drink something nice. Yep. I have reviewed all three of their ones that have sort of been able to get hold of so far. There is a new one. Out as well, which yeah, I can't, you can't get, get hold, hold of. of. And they they read your uh, flaky um, yeah reviews and uh, they've never talked to us, and I have a feeling there might be a reason for that. <laughs> it's because we're too honest. This is it. If we were buttering them up, yeah, then uh, maybe we'd be getting some freebies in the post. But you see, this is the integrity that we conduct our waffling with. But Iceland is quite cold, so Iceland is quite cold. Yeah, hence ice. Right, so I am giving the young malt. No, not the young malt. The it's not a review, Ted. The it's sing- not a review. Oh no, it's not a review. Oh, well. no. I, I'm going to think the numbers in my head then. The whiskey. Right, Nick. Yes, it's time for a review. It is time for a review. But what are we reviewing? We are reviewing some Irish whiskey. Ah, well, have we done Irish whiskey on the pod yet? Um, we've talked about Irish whiskey. We but have I don't talked think we've about. Ever- 
Irish whiskey. I don't reviewed think we've one. we've never reviewed one. Hmm. And so obviously we're starting with Jemison. No, we're not. We're starting not starting with Jemison. No, no. Let's not start with one that any of our listeners will have actually tried. Let's start or with something is, random and yeah. obscure. No, Nick. Yes. What is what is it that we're trying today? On the, we are trying on the whiskey. The, we are trying the method. And madness. Method and madness. So it's not yep. method in the madness. No. No. Method in my madness. No. It's method and madness. Now. Okay. Let me tell you some. It's a nice bottle. Yeah. O- it- octagonal, that one? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Good man. He's proved he can count. I, well, <laughs> not, no, I had to use my fingers. But it, <laughs> it is actually a beautiful looking bottle. If you would like to look this up, please do. Um, there's several in the range. They've all got sort of different colours, but it's it's really nice looking bottle. Mm. Which should that make you suspicious? Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, so let me tell you about the method of madness, Nicholas. Yep. It is from Middleton Distillery. Yeah, because there are not many distilleries in Ireland, are there? No, well, it's getting Although, more and more. Yeah, yeah we there are that, getting more. That is a harder statement to say these days. Mm. But historically, um, at least at least sort of within the 20th century, there mm. was. Not that many. So where's this one from? Middleton. Where where most of the Irish whiskies are made. Yeah. So uh, Redbreast, Green Spot. Yep. Jameson's. Yep. Uh, you've got some others. Um, You're missing a Tira Tira Connell. No, not T. Oh, I don't think Tiraconnell. No, that that's um that's uh. That's Cooley, is it? That's Cooley, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, cool, remember Cooley Rubber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, you're missing quite an obvious one that, like, a hint of the name of the distillery. A hint of the uh, Middleton. Yes, there is one. What about Paddy's? Yep, Paddy's. Powers. Yes. Excellent. Well done. I think you've named them all. I've got the list. <laughs> Good man. Nice. Yep. Well done. I was it's my I was, Irish knowledge coming through. I that, know the that, big, that was big guns. very well done. Thank you. Okay. Well, for, for bonus points, who yeah. owns Middleton? Um, United Distillers. Nah. It's Pernod Ricard. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah they, they, got, they got their finger in many pies. So... Like all the best Frenchmen. So... As you can tell, Middleton makes quite a few whiskies. Now they they, they it's just new new Middleton Distillery because it was an original distillery. Yeah, Middleton they built a new one just across the but road. Yeah, didn't they? there's new Middleton Distillery. Yeah, they make a whole heap of different stuff, and they do they like they have different equipment and they make different sort of brands. But it all comes out of this one big place. That's been the sort of the 20th century story of Irish distilling because it all collapsed and they got drawn into these big sort of power units. Oh, Paddy's units. Paddy's units. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Method and Madness is a new sub-brand out of the Middleton stable. Yep. Sprung from the minds of masters and apprentices. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, I wonder if it's a different team that make it or if it's the same team with a different marketing... As far as I can tell, this is sort of... Uh, yes, there is a marketing team there, definitely. But as far as I can tell, this is something of an experimental series. Okay. So that... that um. I th- I think that, that sprung from the minds of masters and apprentices actually has a bit of meaning to it. So I, f- yes, I feel like there this is method in their madness. There is. I I feel like that this is um like the the bosses saying to their um junior members, okay, we're going to have a bit of a play around here. Yep. Come into the closet and we'll. <laughs> 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 no. Um. So I th- I think okay, that right. this is the whole thing about method of madness. It kind of speaks of that in the in the actual name that it, mm. it it's them playing around with different things. This is not your ordinary everyday whiskey. So, so yeah, and, is and it trial say, or is it error? This particular well, one. Well, and I will say um, I'll, I'll mention them now before we get into what this one is. I, they've had an acacia wood finish, 
and a cherry wood finish. Okay. A wild cherry wood finish. Interesting. So yeah, they yeah, they're well, playing mucking around. They're mucking around. Yeah. This is obviously whiskey with an e as well. Yeah, Irish. So so if the this... country if the country has an e in it, the whiskey has an e in it. Right. Is so... there an exception to that rule? Um, maybe. Hmm. You think about it. I'll I'll yeah. tell you things. Um, Nick. Yes. What does single grain mean to you? So it's not a single malt. It's not a single pot. No, um, this is just a single grain. So I'm assuming this is entirely wheat. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we can we can surmise that it's probably. This is this is what the Irish were against way back in the day. They refused blended whiskey because of the dreaded silent spirit. Du, du, du. This is silent spirit. This is silent spirit. It's been but, aged and matured. But they've given it a megaphone. Mm, yeah. They've given it a platform. Well, and actually, they've given it two megaphones. They've given it a big megaphone, and then they've given a small one to hold in front of the big megaphone. <laughs> so this um, this Method of Madness release is the single grain release. They do this, a single malt as well, or do there they do is a, a single malt. There's single a single malt, still? and I think there might be a, mm, might be a sherry one or something. Yeah. Uh, so this one is the single grain, which is interesting because if if those people uh, listeners out there have have had a single grain whiskey before, you'll smell it, and it'll be both familiar and different at the same time. You're like you smell. This is like, oh yeah, 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 I know where this is coming from, but it doesn't smell like the whiskey that I know and love. It's the influence of the barrel okay, without okay. any of the influence of the malt. So they do a single. So in the core range with this, they do a single grain, a single malt, and a single pot still. Right. So, they so they're covering a fair few bases. Yeah, there. but right. when when you what I think this really is is the barrel influence. Yeah, absolutely magnified. So what they've done. Is that they've matured it in bourbon barrels? Yep. Okay, that's nothing too, not nope. too out of the box. But then they've finished it in virgin Spanish oak casks. Interesting. So it's not even American oak casks. It's not even you, sherry. Yeah. It, so it, it's it's yeah Spanish oak that hasn't had sherry in it, and it's not American oak. And it's only finished in cask. that. Well, I suppose yeah. yeah, it's probably got some of its darker color from. The virgin oak just extracting some of that tannin, and so this, and they say this release asks the question, how well? Oh, I'm not, uh, yeah, I, I was going to do You're a deep do voice. An Irish whiskey. No, I started Irish to do a deep accent. voice, and then I thought, oh, I should do an Irish accent, and that's going to go terribly. So I'll go back to my original deep. Twiddly how deep. will virgin Spanish oak affect a light single grain whiskey? Twiddly deep potatoes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. How will it? Well, we better taste and find out. Let's, let's have a let's have a try. Again, that nose, it's familiar but different. It's fairly light on the nose, fairly yeah. sharp. It's not heavy. It's very vanilla-y. I think a lot of that mm. ex-bourbon. bit metallic as well. Yeah. It's like you've got a bowl of ice cream, vanilla ice cream, mm. and the caramel topping is pretty much empty, but you're going to squeeze whatever you can onto, yeah. your, onto and the bowl. It, and it's in a metal bowl. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a metal spoon. Because <laughs> everyone else eats yeah. ice cream with a plastic spoon. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just use my face. <laughs> yeah, you do. It, yeah, it is. There's not that much body it's there. Heavy. It's not a rich sort of fat whiskey. It's quite thin and sharp. Mm. It's, it's it's like a it's like a sort of a, a a sort of sharp Irish woman during the potato famine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the palate that vanilla continues through. I've got to come up with a tasting note that's not vanilla now. Actually, no, it's not vanilla ice cream anymore. It's vanilla yogurt. Yeah, okay. I'd say it's vanilla essence. Vanilla essence, yeah. Or extract. One or the other. Fudge. Mm-hmm. Fudge. Yep. It's it's light and sharp and bright. There is a there is a sort of that sweet 
sweet note in there that's the the virgin oak influence. Mm, that a bit, a sort of woody woody sweetness. Yeah, woody toffee. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of complexity, does it? Yeah. It's a bit it's 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 brown creaming soda. Yeah, I was about to say brown sugary, but that's not quite right. It's, it's um mm. yeah, it's not the 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 fluoro red creaming soda that we get here creaming, in Australia. That's proper yeah. brown creaming soda. Mm. Oh um. Um, one, one, one amusing thing that I should mention is that their <laughs> for their whiskies um, on their website okay. they have nutritional information. <laughs> okay, right. They've got all these like just like like what you'd see on the back of a packet of yeah something. They've got um what are, yeah. how many how many stars in the health ratings? Oh, definitely five. Like yeah, yeah. All, all whiskey is a yeah, five yeah. on the health ratings. Keeps you alive. Um, good stuff. They have well. There you go. Per- <laughs> this this is a very useful fact. I'll have very you know. useful, very unique. Yep. Yeah. But <laughs> you you you'll be amazed by this fact. There is ten grams of alcohol per ten grams of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that is gold. Yep. Ah, uh, nutritional information on whiskey. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read you their official tasting notes, and I think I can actually see where they're going with for these. Okay. All right. Nose new pencil shavings. Do they actually say that? New pencil shavings. And I can see where they're going I've, with it. I've used new pencil shavings. Well, not new. Light, I've used light. pencil shavings before, but not as a good thing. Not rose petal, but light rose petal. Okay. And this one's great. You'll, you'll appreciate this one. <laughs> Fresh rain on pine. Does <laughs> it seriously say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're worse than us. Anyway, yeah. I'm giving this a solid two. Yeah, it's, it's a two, I'm afraid. It's just not exciting enough to get up to a three. It's an interesting one to try, mm. but it's not definitely not the best uh, grain whiskey that I've ever had. No, it, it needs to be something special to be a good grain whiskey. And yeah, I don't know that the, the virgin oak necessarily... They asked the question... How will virgin Spanish oak affect a light single-grain whiskey? Well, I think it makes it a bit sweet woody. But it probably wasn't much to speak of before they put it in there. How would some Spanish oak that's had sherry in it affect ah, it? Ah, you see, that's what they're missing. They're missing a trick. Mm. They didn't want to waste their good old Oloroso barrels on um, <laughs> on this stuff. So Anyway, mm. wafflers, uh, are, we, are we mad with our review or is there method to us? Please let us know. Yes, and re- recommend any other method of madness whiskies mm. out there. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Holy crap! What have I done? What happened? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Nick has just spilt flaky <laughs> sheep shit all over the. No! Ah! <laughs> you you were meant to drink this, Ted. You were meant to drink it. No, it's because it's because the cork's broken. <laughs> ah! Oh, of all the ones to spill, did I spill the right one, Ted? That is one way to get rid of it quickly. Well, unfortunately, it's not all gone. <laughs> That's the biggest tragedy here. Oh, God. There's a lingering barnyard smell on the road. <laughs> on the plus side, it's now half empty. Head. All right, so I'll, I'll say head, and then we both say two, and then you say head. Just a sneak peek into the behind-the-scenes Whiskey Waffle podcast recording. So you're first, then it's both of us, yep. then it's me. Right. Head. Two. two. Head. <clears throat> um, I'll try a bit more manly. I'll start. Head. Head. <laughs> <laughs> you start. Head. Two. Head. So this is our new section called Head to Head, where we pick two whiskies that have a similar theme, a commonality of some description, and, well, we just waffle? No, we compare the two. 
Yes, it's it's a good section. There's a there's a number of different ways you can go about this. Like you can go sort of similar similarities in casking, Thinking like a vertical a, or horizontal. Yeah, a particular distillery that's got a couple of different ones that like. Generally, we start the tasting mm. vertical and then we end up horizontal. But this time, this time, let us talk about a beach. Yeah, um, Gallipoli. No, not that one. Um, no. West Beach in Burnie. No, nah, not even that one. one. Venice Beach in um, California, Florida. No. No, isn't isn't Venice Beach the one um, in over- Venice? No, 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 no. <laughs> you giving no, me a in thumb. New, New Jersey. Ah, oh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Don't yell at me if I've got that wrong. <laughs> my, my my beaches of America are uh, not very good. Of course, we know we're talking about Bondi. But no, that's sorry. Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> the Orkneys. Yes, there is there is a beach in the Orkneys. Now yes. the Orkneys are some islands to the north of Scotland. Yeah, and we're talking about the main Orkney Island, which is called well, Orkney. Some. Thing? It's called Orkney. Is it called Orkney? Yes, it's called Orkney. Yeah. I was making a joke. You were getting confused. Yeah, I this am is, getting this confused. Is, this is how most of our jokes work, to be fair. Only one of us gets it. I hope that at least 50% of our listener base actually gets our jokes, but um, nah. I'm going to go with probably 44%. Yes, yeah, so there's a few Orkneys. They uh, were inhabited by Vikings. Yeah, pro- mostly still are if you talk to locals. <laughs> the, I, I would also Ted. like to just just say that there is a place called Twat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this shouldn't be funny, but it is. Anyway, on Orkney there are only two distilleries, and they're at either end of a beach. Yep, that's one of them right. is called Highland Park, and the other one is called Scapper. I own a bottle of Highland Park, and I own a bottle of Scapper. Both are age statements. Yes, my so I have the Scapper sixteen, and I have the Highland Park eighteen. Now, the Scapper is a bit of an annoying one because mm. like, the Scapper 16 is a phenomenal whiskey. It is. And then well, it was. Was, because they've gone and bloody mm. nazzed it. We talked about the Scapper 16 on episode uh, two or three of the Whiskey mm, Waffle podcast. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah. you, well, you the spend more is, time editing these things. So. Yeah, if, if the hosts don't remember, then our listeners probably won't remember either. But yeah, we talked about it way, way back in the day. Um, and yeah, we both agree that it's a great whiskey, but it doesn't really necessarily make you think of what a typical island whiskey is. Yes, this is this is where we get our head to head because even though they're at the opposite ends of the just a one beach, these are such different whiskeys. Exactly, Highland Park is what we associate as being an island whiskey, whereas Scapa is not. No, Scapa is this sort of elegant. It's not Speyside, but gosh, it's not it's not oceaning at all. Mm. Whereas Highland Park does have a bit of the ocean. It's not a peated whiskey, although peat is involved in its production. Peat is definitely involved. It's, the peat is sort of there as a nice itch on the nose that mm. makes you keep going. But it's also got a bit of sherry, a bit of coastal briny saltiness. But yeah. we've got them both in a glass. Why don't we? Why, why go from memory when we can actually smell right. them? So I let's start up at the scupper end of the yep. beach. Melons. Yeah. Apples, yeah, apples, absolutely, green apples. Not, not a skerrick of peat to be had. Not one. It's, you know what it reminds me of. I don't know if this is sacrilegious. Do tell. It's got anic notes about it. It does a bit. Yes. Mmm. On that nose. It is a delightful whiskey, though. Mmm. Oh, it's just smooth and delicate. Actually, you're right on the mouth with the melons. Mm-hmm. That's really melony on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, but it, this has got layers though. This has got more complexity. It doesn't taste like anik anymore. It's it's like an ogre. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting coastal whiskey in that it's not terribly coastal tasting. No. Um it's not even like Bunahaven 
No, Budenhaven's got this sort of saltiness to it. Which... Yeah, it's not present here. No. But this this segment is all about comparisons. So let's not spend too long on the scarpa. Let's go straight to the home But I park. would like to say that we should get our hands on the non-age statement version sometime. The Orcadian. The Orcadian. I think mm. there's another one too. There's two non-age statements. I have no idea. But it's not about scarpa because we're comparing them, Ted. Head to head. Head to head. Okay. Do you notice some Pete, Ted? I do. It's, it's that I don't always get I the spoke Pete. about. Yeah. But it's there. If yeah. you just had some Laphroaig, you never get the Pete. Now, usually most people will sort of get the Highland Park 12. This is the Highland Park 18, which I convinced my colleague <laughs> to give up for a good cause. I don't have much of it left. It's, it's a special bottle to me. It's a very special bottle. Mm, but it's it's a great one. And um, you get this sort of grape juicy nose mm. as well as the Pete. As well as Brian. Yeah, it's not, it's not this quite is, fishy, but gosh, it's hinting at it. Salty sort of. I think that you don't need to bother with your cod liver oil when you're drinking this stuff. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's in my wheelhouse. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Why can't we just get this more easily? <laughs> it's still available. Like unlike the Scapa 16, which is out of print, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can buy the the Highland Park 18, but the price just keeps going up and up. Yep. I got this on special. It was still a bit of a you know a chunk of a paycheck, but it was worth mm. it. It's a great yeah wine. It, they really they balance. It has a delicacy to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, balanced against that slight peating, which yeah. yeah. And I'd say it's more prevalent on the nose. But we're doing head to head because going back again, the scarpa has changed. Mm. It's got this sort of. Uh, I still get your melons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You do. It's not a. There's a drier note starting mm. to appear. You're right. Mm. It's kind of like a dry sherry, actually. Yeah. Um, so the only times we get to try multiple sherries are at your uh, Do More Productions, Ted. Yes. Just a little bit of a plug for the local theatre society, which um, serves sherry on it uh, on every performance. You can have sweet, medium, or dry. This, yep. is, this is a sherry from a box, though. So Yeah, yeah. it's not the best <laughs> sherry, definitely. Yeah. But um, if we were to compare it... No, it's actually not from a box. I like, but it's from a very big bottle. <laughs> big old bottle. Actually, a tip for um, uni... Students everywhere, if you want the cheapest alcohol you can find in the bottle shop, a big, massive, four-litre flagon of sherry is probably the best you're going to get. Forget yeah. about goon, go for the sherry. Yeah. High alcohol okay. percentage too. So, what's what's our comparison here? Ah, uh, well, they're completely different. They're yeah. from completely opposite ends of the country. Polar, polar opposites. Polar opposites. Now, this is the remarkable thing. How can these whiskies be made next door? Essentially next door. Opposite ends of the beach. Mm. Our friend the cynical Scott used to live in a... Live in the town. Is it Kirkwall that's the town that... Kirkwall is indeed in the Orkneys. Yeah, I think that might be the town that they're at opposite ends of. Well, what it used to say, it is the town, and if it's not, I'll edit it out. Yeah, okay. It's Kirkwall, Mm. and our friend (laughs) Cynical Scott used to live there, and he, yeah, also likes to comment on the fact that, yeah, they're really interesting different whiskies. It's a small place. And I can only recommend, and this goes for so many different Scottish whiskies... People, order two drams at the bar. Like, I know it makes you look like you're double fisting, you're a bit of a boozer, but if you can go from one to the other, to the other, to the other, you can do this amazing comparison. It doesn't have to be Scarpa related. It can be, you know, uh, Glenfiddich 12 and a 15, or it can be anything really, but the comparison is fascinating because you try one, sure. You try two, that's so different. You go back to the first one, it's different again. I have it's a changed. Fact. I have a fact. Ted, do you have a whiskey fact? I have a whiskey fact. Has it been brought to you by a carrier pigeon? No. It's Ooh. been brought to me by the knower of all things, Google. Ah, Google, yeah. Um, yes. 
the distance between Scapa mm. yep. and Highland Park yep. is two miles. Yep. Two miles. Two miles. Yeah. 1.9 like, to be exact, but. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's by road. That's not as the crow flies, so. Tick over 3K. Yeah. As as the road goes, it is uh, by the crow flies. I'd say half that. Yeah, a ten. You know what it sounds like? What a pub crawl we have to do one day. Yeah, let's get up to Orkney. Yeah, um, we need a sponsor, and they can fly us up there. We we will bring back great notes. Are you a sponsor? Would you like to bring us to the? Or- <laughs> right, send, keep, send us. I'll I am a sponsor trying. via carrier pigeon to yeah, whiskey yeah. waffle. Indeed, indeed. Or whiskey waffle at gmail dot com. Whichever comes first, really. I think. I think so. Right. To sum up on these two whiskies, yep. this is one of the great examples of how much sort of so whiskey is three different ingredients: water, yeast, and uh, what's the other one? Kittens. Um, no grain. Yeah. How different whiskies can be compared to each other from three simple ingredients plus some barreling. These are such different whiskies, and they are only they are literally probably one mile away from each other. Yeah, I can't decide. Is it proof or is it disproof? Of the concept of terroir. Because they're made the same way, but in two different places, and they taste completely different. Depends how localised you get with your but terroir. Gosh, the soil is pretty similar, right? Well, mm. who knows? The grain could come from anywhere. Mm. Um, the barrels could come from anywhere. I suppose at the end of the day, the real take-home message is these are both phenomenal whiskies, and you should get yourself a bottle. Yep. Don't get one. Get both. Melons. <laughs> Do they say truly unique? That's what that's what really matters. No, they in do these not things. say truly unique. <laughs> Neither should you. <laughs> well, I think that's it, Ted. Yep, we've both got our feet up on the uh, official whiskey waffle desk. Yep, and um, we are winding down. Yep, we had a bit of an incident here earlier, but um, we managed to clean it up. The, yeah. the the room only vaguely smells like uh, sheep dung. Sheep dung. Icelandic sheep dung. Oh, oh my god. god! I mean. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in two minds about that whole thing that happened, dude. Like, on one hand, you spilled some of my whiskey. On the other hand, like, you didn't spill all of the whiskey, and that's kind of not... <laughs> I know. Yeah. What would be better if it was all spilled or mm. I didn't spill it at all? Well, interesting stuff. But, um, no, it's been a fun night. We've um, waffled incessantly. Oh, my God. We have... We haven't stopped. So much. Yeah. We, we keep thinking at the outset. We just do a short section here. Just keep it short. I think our problem is we're too enthusiastic about the whole thing. Yeah. We, like, we, we forget to be, like, cold and clinical and sort of do these, like, short reviews where we say, like, yeah, this is what the whiskey is. This is its nose. This is its... Uh, <laughs> we need to this be is the flavour. This is the finish. <laughs> we need a bit, bit more Mark Gillespie about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just can't do it. We're wafflers through and through. Uh, it's a terrible thing that someone it's an has affliction. to do it. Yep. That's it. Well, thanks for listening to The Waffle. Yep. Hit us up on the Facebookies or the Twitters. Inst- Instagram comments are always good. Instagram, don't delete good. them. Uh, Keep them yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, the website always come come to the website. Read some reviews. Leave some comments. We love having comments on our articles. Even if even if you're angry at us. Yep. It means that you're at least passionate enough to sort of give us some feedback. Love a bit of passion. And speaking of passionate, carry pigeons. How good are carrier pigeons? (laughs) We're pretty passionate about carrier pigeons here. Yeah. That's it. Extremely unique birds. (sighs) They're they're (laughs) flying rats and they're not unique at all. There's lots of them. Mm. Uh, Well, anyway, 
Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. My name's Ted. Um, last time I checked, my name was Nick. It might have changed. It's been a, it's been a long waffle. There's been a fair few whiskeys drunked. We're getting better at not getting too no, shit-faced no, no, when no, we're no, doing no. this, though. So that's, that, <laughs> that's a positive. We're learning. Maybe. Maybe we are. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. All right. Fare thee well, people. Fare it's been a pleasure. thee well. Nah, it's been fun. Night. Night. Love you. Keep on... <laughs> Love you too. Keep on waffling. Bye. Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. But Iceland is quite cold, so... Iceland is quite cold, yeah. Hence, ice.